What is up, everyone? Miz here. Uh, so this is a little awkward for me, probably a little awkward for you, definitely more awkward for me. First podcast, giving this a shot, giving it a try. <clears throat> you know, I've I've decided and debated back and forth about doing this, and I figured, you know what, it's time. There's too much going on in this world right now. And I really wanted to put my voice out there. Uh, hopefully you have some laughs. Hopefully you learn a few things. Maybe, maybe not. This podcast for a while until I find my beat is probably going to be all over the place. Uh, my father, my husband, got two teenagers. <clears throat> so there's probably going to be a lot of things involving that. But I also want to kind of go into, you know, dip our toe into politics entertainment, uh, you know, self-help, really give you a place to go just to listen, learn, find something, somebody relatable, you know, I'm not some superstar YouTuber, I'm not some celebrity, uh, not that good looking to be honest with you, so you know what, it happens, um, but I hope to make this something that people can relate to, uh, give you a little background, you know, like I said already, I'm a father. Um, avid gamer, love technology, love entertainment, love the comics and sci-fi world, love all those things. Um, we're going to definitely talk about those. You know, we're going to hit that up. We're going to do maybe some looking at products, things like that. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm an avid shooter. I love, you know, I love my guns. I look forward to owning more. Um, you know, one one topic I want to hit off of, uh, you know, early on, and and you know we we all know what's going on with COVID nineteen. We all are are in that, and it's, and in one way or the other, everybody's gotten affected by it. Uh, I know I have at first. Uh, you know, it went to from starting a new job in January. Being the new guy, low man on the totem pole, to working from home, being home with my teenagers, learning the work from home gig, which I had done in the past, but not quite to this extent, being home with my kids every day, the education and how much of a disaster that was initially, and don't misunderstand. I know it was as difficult for us as parents and them as students as it was for the teachers. This was unprecedented. Nobody knew this was happening. But, let's be honest, it was a mess. Let's be real here. And then, unfortunately, about a month ago, did lose my job due to COVID. Made it through the first round of layoffs. Had no idea a second one was coming. And, unfortunately, got the meeting invite. And, you know, it was tough because, one, the job market's so competitive anyway. Two, to make it during pandemic makes it even harder. And, you know, I love my wife. I love my family. So I pushed as hard as I could to find something new, positive on that, looking good in that area. But it was difficult. Because as supportive as I know my wife is and wants to be, 
She's been at her job for 14 years. She had two other jobs before that. She's never done job hunting. She never had to go through that. She never had to go through the mental side of being laid off when you are the one who brings the bulk of income into a home. And the stress and pressure that comes into that. And it's it's difficult. And it's difficult as men. Let's be honest. You know, I know we're in the modern age. But men, let's be honest. We still have that thought process that we want to provide and take care of our family. And it's very difficult to not be the one, not being able to fulfill that role. And I struggle. You know, I I really struggle. And, you know, unfortunately, it's difficult for her to understand that side of things. And just the whole uh, job looking in general. You know, I I would love for the magic job to show up where it's the perfect salary, the perfect location, the perfect benefits, the perfect role. Everything is perfect. It's not reality, guys. It's it's not. Um, it's not reality in the best of times, and it's definitely not the reality right now in, you know, COVID world. You know, there are concessions have to be made. Maybe it's not the best location. Maybe it isn't the right salary, but it's close. Maybe it's not the perfect job. Maybe it doesn't have exactly the right benefits. But if what you're looking at can check some important boxes, guys, I encourage you, of course, have a sit-down conversation. Of course. You know, I've had many with my wife, and and unfortunately, we're still not quite aligned on those things, but, you know, we're getting closer. But it's difficult, especially when you have somebody who hasn't necessarily gone through a lot of that process, you know, those, those, even if it's a BS job, guys, trust me, I know, those rejection emails, they, they suck, they stink. Even for the jobs you really weren't that interested in, you really didn't want to do, Guys, I know. They still suck. You know? I mean, because... That, especially the ones that you haven't even talked to. Like, that's hard. Like, that's that's tough to see that email. Like, you haven't even talked to me. You saw me on a piece of paper. That's that's difficult. And, and forgive me if I kind of bounce around a little bit, guys. Like I said, I'm new to this. I'm going to try and get... Further ones a little more structured. Um... Right now is kind of off the cuff. It's the first one. This is something that dealing with real time, and so figured use this as an inaugural one in it. But to get back to it, you know, to kind of sidetrack, you know, you you have to be open. If I can tell anyone anything that's struggling right now, that's looking, be open. Don't narrow down. Don't don't you know if you're like me, I'm I'm in the sales world. If you're not if you're in the sales world and you've only sold one certain thing, you've only sold this widget, well maybe see what else there is. One of my best friends in the entire world, one of my closest friends, 
that I've learned a lot from and, and I really hold it very high regard. Had started a business, it was purchased by a larger one, lived it, breathed it for 10 plus years. Pushed out of the company, moved on to a totally different industry. He's happier now than I have ever seen him, and, and I've known him for over five years. Most well, of six now, but he's happier than he's ever been. And he's in an industry that he never thought of. So I encourage you, look outside the norm. You know, the position that I'm going to be looking at accepting, maybe initially it's not the greatest thing in the world, but it's potential. The potential for growth. The potential is there. Now, as my wife points out, I'm, maybe I'm being a little naive. I'm ignoring some of the warning signs. And to a degree, she's not wrong. But she's also not right. Ladies and gentlemen, there's there's right now, especially in the pandemic, there's there's the likelihood of you finding that exact perfect place. It's gonna be pretty slim. It's gonna be hard. Is it impossible? No, of course not. But for an individual like me who has built a career of experience. Not degree on paper, but a career on experience. It's difficult. It's difficult to get that salary that I ask for. Especially in the sales world. Sales world, higher base salaries are very difficult to find. So that's one strike. Location. Near a major city. But the majority of industries that I work with are at the other city. Two strikes. Larger corporations, they have a longer time frame. Three strikes. And it just goes on and on and on. So there's there's always going to be something. But again, I encourage you. Stay focused. You'll find it. And again, maybe it's not perfect. And, you know, this next part, this might be somewhat, comf- you know, uh, some people might have issue with it, and I respect that. You know, this position that I'm going to take, I have good hopes for it. I, I look forward to putting myself into it. it has a potential to lead to great things, but it could not on the flip side. You know, my family is everything to me. And that means that if I have to work there for three, four months, five months, while I look elsewhere, if this doesn't work, and move on to something else, you know what so be it. Is that the right mentality? Probably not. But I'll tell you what it is. It's the mentality of a father. It's the mentality of a husband who wants to make sure that his family is taken care of. Unemployment in the government, regardless of what political party you drop down on, which that'll be another entire set of, of podcasts, guys, you, you, you provide for your family. You know, short of illegal means, you do what you got to do. 
that means you work somewhere for a short period of time and move on to something else that comes around that's better in a better time. So be it. You know, six months from now, the job market may be way better. COVID may have lessened and the job market's opened wide back up again. I don't know. But I do know I'm not going to take that risk. I'm not going to pass on something that's guaranteed salary that is more than I was making at the position that just let me go. I'm not going to do that. I can tell you that. It's tough. Difficult situation, no matter where you land. And like I said, the, the, the government, unfortunately, <laughs> again, it doesn't matter what political party you drop down on, you know, they're, they're not going to do everything when you need it to be done. Now, if the stimulus was still going on and they still had the additional for unemployment, maybe I'd wait. If that was going on for another six months or whatever, maybe I wouldn't take this. Maybe my decision would be different and I would wait. I would be more patient because my family wouldn't suffer. But that doesn't, that's not a guarantee right now. That ended. And I know there's something signed that give additional, but they're fighting that. Who knows when that will or won't end. And my family is too important to me to roll that dice. Oh, man. Sorry. Trying to drink them didn't work well for me. So I know I kind of went deep right off the bat from from a starting standpoint, you know. You know, but I, I encourage you all to use different sites, different places. You know, you may think, okay, I'm going to look at the ones around me. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're hiring or that they have what you want. A lot of places around where I live that would be wonderful to work at because we're right down the street. Doesn't mean that there won't be. You know, I also recommend look at industries that are recession proof. Unfortunately, where I was previously, most definitely was not because when COVID hit, I know it wasn't necessarily a recession, so to speak, but the nature of what happened was horrible for that. Company I was with did registration for in person events, camps daycares, classes. When you have a global pandemic where everything is closed and nobody's able to go anywhere, next impossible to make that work. I to kind of jump off track, I want this podcast to be something that you can listen and relate to. Real person. Real issues, real possible, real likes, real passions, just like everybody else. Sometimes, as much as I enjoy listening to celebrity podcasts and the interviews, and you know, I think they're great, but they're not on the same level as everyone else in the world. They live in a different world. Let's be honest. 
they do. Uh, you know, you're multi-millionaire TV star doing a podcast is great. They have access to amazing people. They do amazing uh, interviews. Uh, one that I personally, if you haven't, is, is Michael Rosenbaum's. I, I think he does one of the best jobs ever because he's very real with people. You know that that was that's one that I can I can name that's that's kind of in that realm. But I want this to be relatable. Because we're gonna get into all kinds of stuff, guys. We're gonna talk about politics. We're gonna talk about guns. We're gonna talk about carrying guns. We're gonna talk about entertainment, movies, games, TV. We're gonna talk about all those things. We're gonna talk about kids. We're gonna talk about marriage. We are gonna go into politics. Parenting, marriages, all of it. And I hope that you kind of jump in and you, you stay with and see how it goes. Bear with me for the first few while I get my feet under me, while I get a rhythm, while I start making better notes, better points to talk about. This one, to be very honest with you, <laughs> This one, it was mid-afternoon, and I figured, what the hell, let's get it started. Um, this one, I really didn't hit anything language-wise, but there will be some language. Um, just a re- like I said, regular guy. I'm going to tell it. Um, they said, we're, we're going to probably get into some you know, controversial topics, but I want to make sure that everybody looks at things with an open mind, and that's what I'm going to try and do. I have my personal beliefs, just like y'all do. But I want you to try and go into things with an open mind, just like I will. I'm a firm believer. I tell my children, try and look at things from all sides. Don't just take one view. Look at it from others. And we'll try and do that. Um, so I, I, I welcome you on my journey. We're going to try and get these out. I'm going to try and get these out maybe well as often as possible. I don't know if it'll be every day, every week. I'm not sure yet. Um, we'll see. I may get, you know, this this one episode may go up and be published. And um, I get like 50 people going, dude, you fucking suck. Get off here. And that may be the end of my podcast foray. We'll see. Um, you know. I have some ideas on some stuff. You know, maybe do some movie reviews, TV show reviews, all kinds of stuff. Um, my wife and I are great binge watchers. Finishing up Dexter right now. Just finished Once Upon a Time. Oh, and we do the whole gamut of trashy TV. So 90 Day Fiance, Married at First Sight, all those spinoffs. So laugh at you, Will. My married guys, you're with me. You know what I'm talking about. Horrible as it is, sometimes those are good shows. And I know I bounced around again. I know I did. I know I kind of digressed. Um, but to jump back on the jobs during COVID, you know, how can you be supportive? Let's let's go down that road. How can you be supportive? Man, women, that's tough. 
that's that's a real tough one because you know I think encouragement's the biggest thing. And if you're if you're and here's the scenario too, here's the thing too. You have to look at your dynamic, right? If you know your spouse, whatever which way it goes, wife lost job, husband, if you look at your spouse and you know that they are doing what all they can, you know they are trying. You know they are looking. Be supportive. Don't put pressure. Be supportive. Have their back. Hey, you didn't need that one. Next one's yours. That, that, that one wasn't meant for you. Be supportive. Have their back. You know, the worst thing you can do is put that pressure on them. Because I guarantee you, they already feel it. And they feel it a thousand times more than anything you're going to put on them. I guarantee it. I guarantee that spouse feels it tenfold more than you do. They think about it ten times a day more than you do. I promise you. Now, I know there's exceptions. Husbands, wives that that are kind of janky and aren't the good upstanding people. But the ones that are trying... The ones that really are pushing to get back into the workforce to provide for their family, I guarantee you they feel that stress. I do. Every day. Every rejection email amps it up. Those of you who've been in this position, you know what I'm talking about. And that's what's difficult between me and my wife. She's never been in this position. She doesn't know what that's like. It's harder for her. It's harder for you guys. If, if you've never been in that position, it's very difficult. It's very, very difficult. You know, she comes home. What's the update for the day? I feel like my kids got home from school. What would you do today? That, to me, is not support. I'm sorry to my wife, but that, to me, that's not support. Badgering for more details. Guys, you have to understand, if you've never gone through this, most companies don't give super detailed stuff right off the bat in those initial calls. Most corporations don't deep dive into their benefits and structure during the interview process. There are exceptions, but the vast majority don't. Now, of course, you can ask questions, but... Most companies, you find that stuff as you go. So, you know, spouses, I know you're stressed. I know you want to know. But you got to amp it down. It's hard on us looking. You know, but be encouraging. You know, if if you think of something for them to look into, a company, an industry, whatever, make them feel bad that they didn't think about it. Highlight it as a positive. Hey, I was thinking last night, have you looked at this? If they haven't, look together. 
okay, well, hey, since you didn't, right, we got a few minutes, pull up, see maybe they maybe if they've got something. Worst thing you can do to somebody who's genuinely trying is make them feel bad. Now I know a lot of spouses they <clears throat> they sit there and they wonder, what the hell did you do all day? House is a mess. Kids are fucking rowdy. What'd you do all day? You didn't get any interviews. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. Let me break down. Let me break down for you guys. Because a lot of people don't realize. And, and this, this statement is very true. It's a damn near a full-time job looking for a job. And you must think, oh, whatever. You put in a bunch of applications. People call you. Well, let's break it down for you. Okay. You start job hunting on a Monday. Blow it up, putting out applications. Now here's the thing. Indeed, ZipRecruiter, LinkedIn, all these. There's two things that happen. You have the easy apply, which means they use the profile that you set up on there, your resume, your information. Or you apply in the company site. Now, we'll go down path A, which is the easy apply. Sounds pretty cool. You can do a lot of them, right? Not every employer utilizes this. But let's say you do an easy apply. Answer a few questions sometimes, you know, are you this age? Are you eligible to work? Blah, blah, blah. Done. Ah, not necessarily. Some employers decide they want you to take a test or or more than one test. Now, test, you say? Yes. They send you assessments. Now, these assessments can range anywhere from taking about five minutes to like a half an hour each. So you may find a easy apply. And that easy apply that took you about 10 seconds to technically apply for now takes you a half an hour or more to do it for one job. So when I say it's an easy apply, it doesn't necessarily mean it is. So you got to think about that. Spouses, you have to think about that. That one job may take him half an hour, 45 minutes. Because if he doesn't do those assessments, he's really not going to be considered. Because when they pull up applicants, who did the assessments? And just because you do those assessments doesn't mean you're going to get a call back. Because you have to do certain things and score certain ways on them for them to even call you back. Me. I suck at math on tests. Guaranteed on almost every one of those, I'll fail the math part. But you sit me in an office setting, I can look up how to do it, I can do calculator, I can whatever. But these are timed, and I suck at math tests. It's pretty much if it's a math test, I'm more or less out on those. So that's one job. And 
it's a crapshoot whether they do it. Now, some of them, be honest, some of them, easy apply, you hit apply, you're done. There's no nothing. It's over with. Some of them have a bunch of questions added on to it that they put there, but that still doesn't take you that long. So you got to think about these things. If I have three, four of those jobs, that could potentially be two and a half, three hours of my day right there just getting those done. Now we go to the flip side. We go to the ones that aren't the easy apply. Apply on company site. Now, most do, you know, ADP, Workday, whatever internal setup they have. You have to set up an account for each one of them. Some of them you can upload your resume to. And you may think, okay, well, great, fine, wonderful. That means that's all done. You upload your resume, you're done. Hey, no. You upload your resume and you think, hey, pre-filled my entire application out. Cool, I am golden. No, you got to go through the whole thing. You got to go through the whole freaking application because it never fills correctly. Either your employment history is jacked up, your personal info is jacked up, your skills, your certifications, whatever. Damn near guarantee you something will be messed up that you're going to have to go manually fix. Now, that may take you five minutes. That may take you half an hour. Who knows? Or you get to a section where they just don't pre-fill it. They don't pull from your resume, and you got to do everything manually. And don't even get me started on the self-identified questions. I have said that I'm a white male and that I am not disabled in the military. I don't even know how many times, but boy, it's way over a hundred. And I get legally they gotta do it. I get that. But it's freaking annoying. It's annoying to do it twenty times a day. So now we're at what? Let's conservatively say five we'll conservatively say we're we're maybe five hours. Now, this varies from day to day. It varies from application to application. But let's just say, now we're at maybe, we'll even knock it down. We're at three hours. Three, four hours. Okay? It's three, four hours out of the day. That's almost half your day. Now, if you got kids, luckily mine are teenagers, so they're self-sufficient. You don't really have to mess with them. But if you got littler ones that are home, how many interruptions? How much did I have to stop? Go take care of them. Two hours out of the day? Three? Either way, that's several hours out of the day probably. If you have little ones. I don't, so we'll stick it. We'll say we're still at four hours. Now, inevitably, especially when you first start because you're going to go completely crazy applying to anything and everything under the sun, you're going to probably have a lot of interviews. When I started a month ago, I probably had four or five a day. But here's the thing. 
I have found, and especially true lately, there is a plethora of what I deem junk jobs. Now, if you do one of these jobs, not, I'm not, I'm not putting you down, but to me, they're iffy, okay? The insurance jobs where they, and, and the reason I say this on these is their descriptions are horrible. They'll list a base salary of like sixty to seventy thousand. They'll with commissions. They'll describe it all. And they use words like hunter mentality and things like that, and drive to grow business and all these things. What that really means is we're going to pay you barely anything on your base. You're going to rely solely on your commission structure. You are basically a glorified telemarketer. At least in my industry, at least in the sales world, okay. Those those aren't what you're probably looking for. Those are going to have high turnover rates. Those are going to be super easy to get into, because they know that if you don't work, they've got twenty other people that they can bring into your chair. You're going to get so many of those, and they stretch all over different you know, different industries, but it's basically the same thing. They put those descriptions in there and they sound good and they'll, they'll hire you, but you won't be in a stable, good position. So of course, week one, week two, four or five interviews. So it looks like we're in part two of this now, but because I got a phone call. But as I was saying, so <clears throat> those aren't the ones you want to focus on, okay? They're going to sound good. So there's another thing in your day. You're going to have all these quote-unquote interviews. They range 30 minutes to an hour. They're BS. Okay? And y'all know those of you who've job hunted, you know the ones I'm talking about. These are those that they get on and, and they're just talking to you about their big plan and how you make money and how their system works and how they're going to give you all the tools you need to succeed. Guys, if they start talking like that, fucking run to the door, hit the exit button on Zoom. Okay. It's not where you want to be. It just isn't. I've I've talked to those kinds of companies, and it's just it's not gonna be a good move for you and your family, you know. Now, some 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 people out there they're very successful in that world, and hey, more power to you. Right on, go for it, brother. Um, not my thing. But then you have to figure maybe two hours of a day. With that, if not more, depending on what happened, but you have to figure at least a couple hours out of your day for interviews, some of which are going to be BS and wasting your time. So now we're up to like, what, five, six, maybe six hours? I mean, and throughout that, you're still looking at other things to apply to. And here's what a lot of people don't understand, too. 
So now you're probably six hours, okay? Spouses, jobs don't just magically appear, okay? They do get posted. New ones are posted each day. But I have searches set up. The keyword inside sales, maybe three to five new ones a day. We'll even push it to, let's say there's 15 new job postings each morning. Guaranteed at least half of those are what I consider to be the BS positions. And usually in the morning I do a run through and towards the end of the day I do a run through. So that right there is more time. Spouses, yes. While at home, your spouse should do some things. Without a doubt. Not going to disagree with you on that. I, personally, work on keeping house clean. I worked on getting our bedroom back in order, our closet back in order. I make dinner every day. Because my wife is getting up. She's driving to work. Working hard all day, driving home, dealing with traffic dealing with all the stuff at her job. I am at home. Errands during the day, you're damn right I should do it. Picking up, damn right I should do it. But then there's more time during the day. So spouses, I, I, I give you this information because I want you to understand. They aren't just sitting there all day watching TV, drinking beer. Some uh, Some do, I'm sure. But spouses, they're they're not. Okay. They are working to get back working. Okay, it's hard. Alright, it's not easy to be sitting at home. And I guarantee you, if you have a spouse that's trying, guarantee you they fucking hate it. I don't mind working from home. But I hate sitting at home. Not working. I do not like that my wife gets up and goes to work and I'm still sitting here. Not working. During the pandemic, before I was laid off, wasn't a big deal. I'd wake up, get some coffee started, start the shower for her, pull out her her outfit, her scrubs for the day, try to help her out while she was getting a few more minutes of sleep. I'd sit down with my coffee and start working. Do the same thing now, except for I'm job hunting. I don't like it. And your spouse doesn't like it either. Your spouse does not like watching you walk out the door to go to your job while they're not at a job. So be compassionate about that. Know and understand. They're feeling it just like you are. You're not alone. You really aren't. They may or may not vocalize it. I don't know how y'all's relationships are. But if they don't vocalize it, don't assume they're not feeling it. Because I promise they are. Guys, I wanted you to know, and I want you to understand, because there, there, there's the other side of it. You know, 
marriages are tough on their own. But then you throw this into the world, it's even tougher. You know, the pandemic, I mean, I, I was very happy at my job before. I enjoyed it. I'd be happy to be doing it today. Unfortunately, you know, it was an industry that wasn't really going to weather this storm very well. Well, let's talk for a minute. You're the one that's home. You're the one who's out of work. How do you help your spouse cope with this? Because it's two ways. It's on them to help you, but it's also on you to help them. Now, I know I went through a breakdown of how the day is for us on average. But spouses, let's be honest with ourselves. Despite all of the work that it is, all that we do all day, there is time we can carve out. There is. You know it and I know. To be real here. Make the bed. Pick up. That project that's been needing to be done. Start working on it. Even while I was working, I embarked on getting our backyard back in order. We'd just been throwing a bunch of shit back there. Old bed frames, this, that, and the other. Started working on getting it cleaned up. Our room was a catch-all. Started getting that cleaned up. Same thing with our closet. Took a couple days. Because I was doing other things. But it was done. Guarantee. Your spouse will appreciate it. Make a meal. I cook every night. For my family. Because I'm home. Why should my wife leave, go to work, come home. And be expected to cook still when I'm sitting here at home. Zero reason for that, guys. Zero reason. Just be honest, man. Make a meal. I'm a good cook, but some of the more complex stuff that require a little more finesse and timing and whatnot, okay, we don't pick those. We pick things that are easier that I can cook without a problem. It's one of those things, guys, and ladies. Put your foot forward, help out. Because I guarantee you, those days where you don't have very many updates on what happened, position, interview, whatnot. Yeah, you know, today was a slow day. I only added one interview. <sighs> Didn't go that well. But hey, I got all the cupboards in the kitchen reorganized, I got the fridge cleaned out, you know, you can list off a bunch of other stuff that you did that day, you weren't sitting on your butt watching TV all day, you know, so spouses, you got, you got to put that forward, you know, we know it's hard, I, I, I know how hard it is, and there's some days And here's the other thing, spouses. 
here, here's here's a big final thought on this. Spouses, you have to understand. There, there's going to be days where really nothing happened. There just is. There's going to be days where there really is no updates. There were no interviews. There were no callbacks. There were no positive emails. There's going to be days like that. You have to understand and accept that. There's going to be days. I'm going to say it again. There is going to be days. Nothing happens. And you have to be understanding and okay with that. It sucks. Trust me, us sitting in the chair all day, waiting for the phone, waiting for the email to ding, it sucks. The hours and minutes drag by. We know how bad that is and how hard it is. It's, it's, it's just like everything else. It's tenfold harder on us. But don't let those days discourage you. You're not operating on your time. If I was operating on my time, I'd have had a job the afternoon I got the phone call. Seriously. I had the meeting at about 10.30. By 11 o'clock, I had updated my resume and was applying. If everything worked on my time frame, by 3 o'clock when my wife got off that Friday... I'd have had a new job starting Monday. Doesn't work that way. Especially when you're dealing with bigger corporations. It takes time for them to get down to your information. It takes time. Weeks sometimes. But you have to be okay with those days. One of the first things I told my wife when all this happened and I started applying this, you have to remember, there's going to be days where there's no update. There's going to be times when nothing happened. You have to accept that. And it's hard. Because those days you feel like a failure. I do. You feel like a failure. Even though you didn't do anything wrong. So, you got to stick with it, though. Push through. Maybe do a little extra that day. You just got to try, guys. And, and, and spouses, you know, be the team together. You know, it's, it's everybody's situation is different, but it's one of those things where The more you're there for one another during things like this, the better you're going to be. No one could have predicted COVID. No one could have predicted all the layoffs across all the different industries. But it happened. Okay? I I was doing great where I was in my company. Random layoff. They randomly selected people sucks, but, okay, move on from it, guys, 
again, forgive me, everyone. Um, I know I kind of jump around a lot. I will try and dial that in a little bit more as I put new episodes out. Um, I uh, This was kind of an off-the-cuff one just to kind of get the first one up and out and out there, uh, see how it goes. I have no idea how that's going to go. Um, I have no idea if anyone's going to even hear this or if it's just me literally walking around my bedroom talking to myself, which is no different than most days. So um, we'll see. Probably going to go a little bit lighter on the next episode. Um, there's been some really cool trailers of movies coming out. Um, there's been some really cool updates on shows. Shows are starting to be back filming again. So I may hit on some of that stuff, make some notes about ones I want to talk about. Um, we'll probably go that direction. Just get a little bit lighter. Um, I don't want to do too many super heavy, hard, serious things. I'd like to kind of break it up a little bit with some, some kind of lighter content in between some heavier uh, things, which we will get to. I'm not going to shy away from them. Um, but I definitely don't want to overwhelm with too many heavy things in a row. So I'm probably going to end this one here and uh, get it published online. And we'll just kind of see how the reaction to everything goes. And, and maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday release and uh, record the next one. And uh, yeah, so I'm excited. Looking forward to, to going on this journey. Uh, hopefully this is does something we'll see if it doesn't so be it'll be a good cathartic thing for me to just sit there and get all this stuff out the lots that go on in my head but all right it's been fun and uh talk to you guys next week